Hi everyone, welcome back to In Bloom Podcast or welcome if you are new. My name is Abby Aslan and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm super excited for this week's episode. Per usual, nothing different going on here, but this week we're going to be talking about fixed mindsets versus growth mindsets. And I have talked about aspects of both of these things independently of one another um, in other episodes and haven't necessarily called them growth mindsets and fixed mindsets, but y'all know I talk a lot about just self-development, self-improvement, and ultimately just your mindset and how much that can affect your life and your goals and everything in between. But I thought it would be really helpful and beneficial for you all, or I was hoping it would be, to do this episode specifically because I think it really helps to see the two side by side or I guess not see but hear the two side by side and it can really put into perspective um, each of the concepts and like each of the mindsets and I think it really can take the idea home in terms of applying it in your life especially with giving like personal anecdotes from like my life and I think it'll be helpful and I hope it is but um, before we get started y'all know I like to start with a quote and my quote this week is from good old tumblr and it's an interesting one it sounds like it's like from i don't know just like pulled out of context like from an interview or something but it is from olivia munn and it says live the life you'd be envious of if you saw someone else living it this is my personal mantra whenever i'm going through a difficult time like a breakup and i'm wishing to be the person who could get over it and move on i tell myself to be that person instead of waiting to be inspired by someone else and being jealous of their living a life i wish i had I tell myself not to wait for that moment and to start being the person I want to be. If you wish you were the woman who went for that big promotion, learned a second language, dumped that guy who cheated on you, then just be that person. Think, if I have the energy to wish for it, I have the energy to do it. So it's another long quote like last week, but I really like this, um, especially in regard to this week's episode, um, which y'all will hear why later, but I especially like this and I mean, I agree with this to an extent. Like, I think um, it's like you can truly get through things and achieve things by just telling yourself to be that person. And I think that that can be really helpful. But at the same time, I think it's important to like process feelings first and then, you know, take those steps to be that person, not necessarily just jump into it because then you're never really addressing like the actual Um, emotions that need to be addressed first of all but I think the key takeaways from this quote that I just like really really enjoyed was um, the last part how it says if I have the energy to wish for it I have the energy to do it and I think that's so true Um, so many of us are so caught up in what we wish for and what we want and what we hope for but all that time you spend you know wishing and hoping and you know sitting around and like planning for things and just you know, just keeping your fingers crossed and hoping things work out. Um, If you're not putting in equal, if not more time into actually acting on those things, um, then it's probably not going to happen. So it's like having, applying that energy that you're wishing for things to doing those things can take you really far. And I also just really liked um, the whole part with start being the person you want to be. Like that's so true because so many of us wait on a particular moment that we think is going to 
grant us permission to become the person we want to be or just be like the sign we're waiting for or something like that. Like I feel like we're always waiting on a moment, specific moment to give ourselves permission to become a certain person or do certain things or whatever it may be. But this is just a reminder that, you know, you don't have to wait on that specific moment. Like you can decide today and that that you're going to be that person. So I just really liked that. And my goal for this week is to try and get more sleep. Um, this whole week I've just been sleeping terribly and I've just felt so exhausted every morning when I've woken up. Um, I know last week I talked about, you know, getting in a new routine with my CPA study schedule and everything. And I've been trying to wake up early every morning, but it's so hard. Something about like, 6 30 compared to 7 is immensely more difficult to wake up for me um and I think it's because it actually has been taking me a little bit to fall asleep like longer to fall asleep than usual so I'm not really getting as much sleep as I think I am like I'm in bed for eight hours but like I'm not actually sleeping for those eight hours which is like I think what's hurting me um so it's just difficult I've been like really struggling like we had like the tropical storm turned into a hurricane last minute this week in Houston and I was like awake the entire time that was hitting Houston because it was just loud outside and um from the wind and the rain and that was like from 2 a.m to 6 a.m and I was up the entire time and it was also the night before my score release from the CPA so it was just stressful and I feel like I already talked about that on the podcast about my score release but I guess I technically got the score back this week so I guess I wouldn't have talked about it already but I did pass um which I'm very thankful for I'm very excited about but I feel like I already said that so if I already said that I'm sorry but like there's no way I already said that because I got my score back this week I don't know that's so weird I think I don't know my my mind is just going crazy at this point but I was just super anxious about that I think deep down and then also the fact that you know it was just really loud outside from the wind and rain made it hard to sleep so that was difficult. And then the next night I just wasn't as tired and it's just been a struggle for me. So I'm just really hoping to hopefully resolve that this week. And I also just really need to grind hard on studying because audit is kicking my butt with the CPA right now. Like it is so difficult for no reason and it's pissing me off and it's hard. And I just want to feel confident going into this exam and I keep telling myself that I don't know things and I think I need to stop doing that and I just need to trust that I'm doing the studying I need to and I'm not saying I haven't been working really hard I've been working really hard but the stuff isn't coming as easily to me as reg was for the CPA which is obvious because reg is like tax stuff and if y'all don't know that's what I got my master's in so I am obviously well way more well versed in that area than I am in audits which is like technically the opposite side of things in the accounting world so I am struggling and it's difficult and I just like don't know how I'm going to retain so much qualitative information um, that is so subjective because there's always two right answers and you just have to pick the better right answer and that's what drives me insane. So anyways, enough of that, but I just really need to kind of fix my mindset with studying, I think, because this week it's been very negative and doubtful. Like I've been doubting myself, like I've been having these like you know, not visions into the future, but I've just been like imagining like test day coming up in less than a month and imagining the feeling of not being prepared. And instead of doing that, I want to turn that around and like imagine myself feeling prepared and visualizing like what I need to be doing like in a day studying to like really get myself to like, like know this stuff and get it down. Um, because I do not 
want to go into this feeling bad and I test in less than a month. So my gratitude for this week, I am so grateful for my new desk, which if y'all watch me on YouTube, then you know what desk I had like before, like follow me on Instagram, whatever I had. Um, it's called the campaign desk from world market is my, that's my old desk. And I absolutely love it. It's huge. It's actually bigger than the new desk I have. Um, and it's got a drawer and it's pretty, it's a really pretty wood. It's a really pretty finish of wood. Um, it was $300, which like, I feel like is pricey for a desk, but like, there's also way pricier desks out there. And it was like an, like just an investment, a piece of furniture I was planning on having for a long time, honestly, when I bought it, um, when it delivered to me though, when I got it last year, right when grad school started, which I bought it because I knew I would be studying for the CPA. Um, and also, I knew from COVID like that there was a chance of like working from home once I moved and everything. And, um, obviously just like I sit at my desk a lot when it comes to editing, studying and recording podcasts. So I got myself a nice desk and, um, when it delivered the drawers was broken, it's still functional, but it's broken and it looks broken from the outside and it fits in our, in like our new apartment and everything. And I love it. Like I didn't really want to get rid of it. But the opportunity presented itself to get a standing desk through YouTube, and I could not say no. Um, I really thought about it for a long time, and I was like, I really want to keep my desk because I love my desk. But I was like, my desk is not practical, though, because I am sitting at my desk for, I would say, on average, like 10 hours a day I'm at my desk. And it's just like too much to be sitting that long especially on the days where I sit longer than that and especially on the days where I don't happen to get a workout in um my tailbone was so messed up the week after I took my first CPA exam because I like I that last week I like was doing insane hours every day studying compared to like the other weeks prior and I was really like neglecting exercising and everything because I was just really stressed about the first exam And I was obviously like, you know, trying to record my podcast and like do all this stuff. And I was sitting at my desk too much. And it like, seriously, like my tailbone was hurting so much from sitting for so long. And it didn't go away for like a week and a half. Like it just started feeling better. Um, But I had FlexiSpot reach out to me to send me a desk. And they, they aren't like sponsoring the YouTube video in the sense of paying me money to say anything or paying me money to feature the product like they just sent me the free product and then I have like a um, affiliate link for the desk but I love it I'm so thankful for it because it has absolutely transformed um, my studying this week like when I get tired I just will go to standing mode and that like helps me stay more awake in my studying and be more alert and I try to just stand until like my feet kind of start hurting and Um, I wear like I have these like Adidas like kind of memory foam style slides and I just wear those when I'm standing at my desk it's more comfortable than standing barefoot but I'm so grateful for it and I'm just like really really grateful that I had that opportunity that like a brand reached out to me to send me a standing desk because that's like not something I would have thought about buying since I like had a perfectly functional desk but when I started thinking about it I was like I actually like that's something that could like really benefit like my health and like just like my overall well-being with my lifestyle and my future lifestyle so I'm very very grateful for that and I'm loving it couldn't say enough good or I can't say enough good things about it like it's fabulous um so let's go ahead and get into the meats and potatoes of the episode so I really 
have experienced quite the journey from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. Um, Just for timeline purposes, I'd say I was in a very fixed mindset all of high school, um, which I feel like prior to high school, I wasn't very self-aware. I don't really think anybody's that self-aware. Even in high school, I wasn't even self-aware, but self-aware to where I remember emotions and stuff like that. Like I feel like I don't really remember much emotionally up until like high school and it's just like little things here and there um anyways I think all through high school to like sophomore year of college was the timeline of when I feel like I really had a fixed mindset and I was very focused on my output and I found all of my value in my output which were things like the test scores I had the grades I made Um, how others were perceiving me and my life and the things I did, what I was wearing, um, you know, who I, not really who I hung out with, but who I just sort of like was around. And I just think there were a lot of, like pretty much everything I did, I was so output driven and output focused. And not only was I output focused, that's where all of my value was rooted. And just to get into what a fixed mindset looks like and how it presents itself. Having a fixed mindset inherently lends itself to very self-limiting beliefs, um, which I have a whole podcast episode on like self-limiting beliefs and like negative self-talk and everything like that, um, if you want to hear more about that specifically. But it does tie into this. But yeah, having the fixed mindset inherently does lend itself to self-limiting beliefs and self-doubt and insecurity. And it's the very idea that the qualities that you have right here, like right now as a person cannot be changed and what you don't have can't be attained. And it often displays itself in your life as comparison, um, constantly, you know, like comparing yourself to other people and, you know, like what you have versus what someone else has, what you achieve versus what someone else achieves. Um, perfectionism is a big one for fixed mindsets because it's so output focused and achievement focused. Um, turning away from anything challenging or difficult, being outcome driven and hyper focusing on results. And you tend to have a very independent approach to things um, when you have a fixed mindset, just because the success of other people may subconsciously or consciously make you feel inadequate or threatened. And when I was in high school, once I was made aware of my class rank standings, which this probably sounds like so just small to some people and like not a big deal, um, but once I learned that, And I learned how important that was along with grades for me getting scholarships that I needed and getting into the schools I wanted. Everything became tied to that. My entire life revolved around that. And like I said, that may sound so small to people, but like you don't understand like how motivated I was to not stay at home for college. And I knew that the only way to do that was to get a full tuition scholarship somewhere so I knew I had to really just grind myself to no end because I needed you know that top of the class standing and I needed those top grades and the top resume and applications and everything and 
it was so bad because my self-worth was so tied up in each test score I got. And the better I did, the better I would feel about myself. And the worse I did, the worse I would feel about myself. And when I would get burnt out from school and I would, you know, go through a phase where I would just, you know, was still like really grinding hard, but it was like, I wasn't really feeling any validation from school. Even when I was doing well, I would often turn to friendships or like situationships with guys for validation and never really had any true concept of self-worth for myself. Um, since it always had to be tied to something external and was never based in who I was as a person. And I know I've talked about that a lot before too, but I felt like once I achieved, you know, an X test score or an X class rank, I would finally feel validated and feel secure and confident. And in other areas of my life, I had those same perfectionist tendencies and I hated being wrong in arguments, which in and of itself is obviously toxic and just like not a good thing. Um, because I was such a perfectionist, like at my core, like I hated anything that threatened my, what I had worked hard for. And I hated anything that threatened my image and threatened like who others perceived me to be. And I would crumble like from constructive criticism. Like I could not take constructive criticism to save my life, especially in things like sports where I felt like I was, you know, trying really, really hard and you know putting my best foot forward but it wasn't necessarily enough and I wasn't really seeing the same effort to result pipeline that I was seeing like with grades as I was in sports um just because I picked up on some sports a little bit later in life so I didn't necessarily have that same quick progression as I would like when I would apply myself in school so I would get really frustrated because I would work I would give my all into like whatever sport I was playing and then it wouldn't really give me the results I was expecting and it was confusing me because I was like oh I thought that you know if I just like gave something my all it would work out in my favor and I would you know get the result I was wanting and constructive criticism would really just make me fall apart because in my head I was like I have to be perfect and I know I, I would feel so threatened because I was like I know I'm not even close to perfect in this thing so the second when someone would tell me something I needed to fix or something that I wasn't doing well instead of seeing that as an opportunity to improve I saw it as just another hit to my self-esteem when I was already feeling down and I usually avoided things that made me feel uncomfortable so I wouldn't sacrifice my perfect image because challenging myself often meant having the fail first and I didn't want anyone to see me fail I wanted to maintain this perfect image and it was so exhausting and I didn't even like I was so exhausted all the time and I'm like never even knew why I was so mentally and emotionally and physically drained and I thought it was because I was doing so much and was I doing a lot yes but I think if I would have like taken a step back and realized that I was literally trying to constantly maintain a perfect image in everything I did and that's not even possible to begin with I would have seen why I was so exhausted a lot quicker but the point is, everything was tied to those end results and performance, and it was never about growth. I never stopped to look back and think, wow, I have come a long way since that one bad test grade I got in that class to now having like a top grade in the class. Or wow, I have come a long way from like not even knowing anything about the sport to you know being on a varsity team in you know two years. Like it's just. I never stopped to recognize the growth or just really applaud myself for the growth. And 
there were definitely a few challenges I faced and willingly did take on. But the sad part is that while I knew they were challenges that I should be taking on, I never once thought about what the challenge meant for me in terms of growth or assessed how challenging myself with those things would help me grow. It was all about that end result of those challenges and how I performed in them. And it's kind of ironic almost because I believed if I put in work, I could achieve that subjective level of perfection, which many would argue that that determination and aspiration isn't really a characteristic of a fixed mindset, but I was ignorant to the concept of growth, which is ultimately what kept me prisoner, for lack of a better word, to a fixed mindset. We often think, you know, that having a fixed mindset will, or we don't even think this, it's more of a feeling, you know, a fixed mindset is like a security blanket. We know that in staying in our fixed mindset, we're protecting ourselves from failure and having to get uncomfortable. And we know that subconsciously. And it does protect us from those things because we're not really ever leaving our little bubble. But in reality, it just literally fixes your potential to where it can't change and it's just going to stay constant and what you're capable of. And obviously that just hurts yourself in the long run because if you're just, you know, staying with your little security blanket and your fixed mindset, you're never challenging your potential potential or your growth or your comfort zone. And that obviously limits what you're able to achieve in the long run and limits your potential and like all of your future goals. And on the other side of things, getting into like what a growth mindset looks like. A growth mindset is obviously the opposite and it's a mindset that is inherently limitless and doesn't really dwell on the performance or outcomes the way a fixed mindset does. It is more embracing of challenges and opportunities and sees failure as an opportunity to learn instead of a reason to back down and give up. And it focuses primarily on learning and growing instead of achieving or performing. I didn't really see this shift in mindset happen for me until my junior year of college. And honestly, I think my freshman and sophomore year of college were a bit of a transition from a fixed to a growth mindset because that was where I went through a lot, like a lot of unanticipated challenges um, where I was sort of forced to fix my mindset and come to terms with the fact that my mindset was doing nothing but holding me back. Um, And I learned the hard way during that time in my freshman and sophomore year where I was going through that transition between the fixed and growth mindset that rejection can't be taken personally and there were lessons embedded in each challenge and failure I faced and comparing my life to others ultimately did nothing but make me resent others in my own life instead of embracing the life I had right in front of me and all it had to offer and I stopped obsessing over outcomes and goals and performance and I started learning that there was so much I was missing out on in the process of achieving things during all those years that I was so performance focused. And you sort of, once you're in a growth mindset, you stop making excuses for yourself and stop comparing yourself to others and instead get, you know, motivated and fueled by the success of others around you rather than intimidated. And it's so important to remember that those people you see around you who are successful, that, you know, you maybe look up to and find yourself just naturally comparing yourself to 
they were once in the exact same position you are right now. So you really have no basis in comparing, you know, their current state to your own and feeling threatened or intimidated by their success since you both have completely different paths, but you've both, you know, had to start somewhere. And I think, you know, with a growth mindset, you no longer believe there's no changing the way you are and you instead believe there is no limit on who you can be, which is the best way to think instead of like letting your mindset limit what you can do and who you are you know you see no end in sight instead with a growth mindset and once you can say that to yourself and believe it and visualize it and see your potential all the way through you can successfully say you're adopting a growth mindset and instead of being driven by fear you are now driven by opportunity and I think that for me in that sophomore year, freshman, sophomore year, where I was really going through this transition from the fixed to growth mindset, it's what happened, you know, if you're like listening to this episode and you're like, okay, well, like, how did you make that transition? Like what happened? I got out of my comfort zone. Um, I remember in my dorm, I had this little picture I made like a little collage like I remember I I bought ink for my printer because one of my classes I had to write a ton of papers and I bought ink for my printer with um at Target or whatever and I came home and I had my printer and I was like okay I'm going to also print out a few like little inspiring things from Pinterest because I was really struggling at the time um at school this was like my freshman year in my dorm and I was like I'm going to print this out and I'm going to you know have this picture and or have all these pictures on my closet door in my dorm and it's going to be inspiring and I'm going to love it and I'm trying to find the picture where I can see it in the background so I found the picture I thought I had it in my camera roll but I don't um but it's on my Instagram (laughs) and you can see like the closet door in the background of it it was like when I announced I was making a YouTube channel in 2017 and the quote it was like this little circle and it just had like a little circle um drawn and then on the inside of the circle it said your dream might be outside this zone and I remember thinking it was like the cutest thing ever and then I had like a few other quotes like one about comparison um be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire that's always been like one of my favorites and then like never let your fear decide your fate and like a few other little things and um basically what I was saying is if you're wondering like what made that shift, you know, from the fixed mindset to the growth mindset, it was getting uncomfortable. And I did so many things my freshman and sophomore year that I wasn't anticipating on, you know, doing. Like I kind of just decided that I was going to take a ton of risks and, you know, apply for things that made me feel really uncomfortable, that like made me uncomfortable socially. They just made me feel like I you know, didn't really, I never really felt like I had the credentials for those things, but I applied for them anyways. And I got involved in things that I just would have never seen myself like taking the initiative to do in the first place. And once I did all of that stuff, I saw a huge shift in my mindset and everything went from being limited and confined to limitless. And you truly have to, you know, get to that point to where you are more committed to your dreams and like the life you want to live than you are to being comfortable. And at the end of the day, like that is going to make the biggest difference in like whether or not you remain in that fixed mindset. Because I know some so many people, you know, 
just the second they get uncomfortable, you know, they back down and they run away. And like a lot of times it's subconscious and you don't realize you're doing that. But the easiest way for you to, you know, go from this fixed mindset to a growth mindset is to get uncomfortable and like force yourself to get to that point. And, you know, like say yes to things that, you know, you would normally not say yes to because they make you a little uncomfortable. And, you know, try things that you've always wanted to try, but you've just always held back on because you're scared of failure. Like trying it is going to take you so much farther than just never doing it because you're scared of failing. And I'm so open to vulnerability in regard to this topic and like my fixed mindset when I was younger because I firsthand know what it feels like to be, you know, consumed and controlled and contained by a fixed mindset and later liberated by a growth mindset. And I want you all to experience, you know, that same liberation and that same feeling. And ironically, you know, you end up, I guess it's ironic, but it's also not ironic, but you end up achieving more with a growth mindset than you would with a fixed mindset, despite the fixed mindset being the one that you think is going to get you to your goals because it's comfortable and it's predictable and, you know, consistent. And, the reason why is because you're more willing to take those risks with a growth mindset and therefore, you know, you have those opportunities to succeed where you don't really see those with a fixed mindset. And you're also just more likely to actually, you know, digest constructive criticism when you have a growth mindset and, you know, you can use it to your advantage by assessing those weak areas rather than taking the criticism personally and living in denial that, you need to improve something because you don't like to admit when you're wrong um, for the sake of, you know, maintaining a perfect image. And you're also more prone to failure due to expanding outside of your comfort zone. But because your look on outlook on failure is different with a growth mindset, you're able to turn that failure into a lesson instead of doing everything you can to avoid facing failure like you would in a fixed mindset. And with a fixed mindset, you know, you learn just so much less overall in terms of lessons and you just never really grow because you rarely put yourself in a position to face a challenge or face failure and you probably have convinced yourself that that's a positive and a good thing and that's something that makes you successful is that you know you don't really fail often and you don't really run into challenges often but in reality if you want to be honest with yourself it's a consequence of resisting challenges and you know you are in a position where you're probably taking failure to heart and letting it define you instead of learning from it and not tying it to your worth and if you could learn to learn from the failure instead of you know think of it as making you a failure as a person you could get a lot more out of it and you would you know put yourself in those situations more often where you would come face to face with failure, which is okay. You know, like we tend to always tell ourselves, you know, failure is bad, failure is bad, failure is bad. Like let's do everything and anything we can to avoid failing. So much of our fear is rooted in failure, but we just say all of that and we think all of that, but we ignore how much opportunity failure has and we ignore the lessons that failure has. And It's just funny to me that we think, you know, remaining comfortable and in our fixed mindset and relying so heavily on the consistency that a fixed mindset provides us will get us to our goals because it's consistent. 
it's just funny that that's what we think when in reality, like that's not where the growth is going to happen. And that's not where the change is going to happen. You know, we need that variability and we need that inconsistency and that struggle and that growth in order to get to that goal. And just to like put things into context even more, because when I was planning this episode, I sort of, this just kind of like crossed my mind and I was like, I feel like I just need to say this to sort of like put into context how ridiculous it is to consciously stay and want to be in a fixed mindset. The equivalent of a fixed mindset is basically believing that you yourself or anyone else can't change and learn and grow as a person. It's like saying you have learned nothing as a person from when you were 13 to now when you're like whatever 23 or 24 or 18 and that you haven't grown and when you put that into context it's easier to see how ridiculous it is to restrain yourself to a fixed mindset because what person can truly argue that we don't grow and don't learn anything over the span of a decade let alone a year or even months and you know covid and like just the last like couple of years have told or not told shown all of us how much our lives can change in just a day a minute a second um in a week in a month in a year and for us humans you know that's just it's it's that same story you know like we as humans grow so much and the person we were 10 years ago likely isn't the person we are today and the person we were a year ago likely isn't the person we are today. And that's a beautiful and incredible thing. And we can change for better or we can change for worse. But that's entirely up to us. And if you think you are that person, that same person that you were years ago, um, no offense, but you have some reflection and you know getting uncomfortable to do because you've truly missed out on a lot of opportunity for growth if you have resisted change for that long. Um And I just felt like I needed to say that to put into context, like how just limiting it is to consciously stay in a fixed mindset. Like if you are listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I am so performance focused. I am a perfectionist to my core. I am never like thinking about learning and growth. I'm always thinking about achieving the next thing and, you know, never stopping to appreciate and applaud like my like growth along the way and you know just like my efforts then you know you needed to hear this because you need to hopefully you know get to a place where you're more conscious of your mindset and get to a place where you can recognize that your mindset is you know mainly exhibiting that of a fixed mindset but you're wanting to get to that growth mindset so then you can sit there and you can ask yourself you know like how can I make myself uncomfortable? You know, what can I say yes to that makes me feel uncomfortable, but I think could, you know, provide something else on the other end of it that, you know, maybe I'm not sure what it is right now, but there's something on the other end of this if I say yes to it or if I try it out. Or, you know, what are you, what are you so scared of that you resist doing or resist trying um, just because of your, your scared of judgment or failure? Or even if you're just someone who compares yourself a lot to other people and, you know, you're never really 
satisfied with, you know, what you've achieved because you're constantly, you know, measuring yourself up to the, those around you and you're feeling threatened by those who are succeeding as if there is a limited amount of opportunity available, um, in this world. And like in that situation, you know, you just need to sit and ask yourself, you know, like how can I make this step from the fix to the growth mindset? And in my eyes, the easiest, quickest, and like best way for you to actually see and acknowledge it is by getting uncomfortable. And I know y'all have heard me talk about how important it is to focus on the process and not the end goal over the many, many episodes I've recorded. And it truly is really important. But I especially want to emphasize that if you're someone like me who can easily, you know, get wrapped up in this performance or achievement focused mindset that is you know, a characteristic of a fixed mindset, one of the best things you can do for yourself to fix this is to, you know, root your goals in learning instead of achieving. And I'm not saying to like, stop making goals. That's literally not what I'm saying at all. Like you still need to like set your goals, you know, make your goals and like try and develop habits and everything. But I try to think of what I am trying to learn in achieving this goal instead of just thinking of the goal itself. You know, if I'm writing the goal down, whatever it is, I, it's a lot easier to just, you know, have the goal itself and leave it at that. But if you can like sit down and think like, what, what am I trying to learn from this? Or if you can't really think of that at the time you're making the goal, once you've achieved the goal, look back and ask yourself, what have I learned from this? Or like, how did I grow in this? Because sometimes it can be a little difficult to um, go through your goal setting stage. You know, you're sitting down and you're writing out your goals or you're just thinking of them. Um, it can be a little hard to, you know, look forward and think of what you're trying to learn. So if you can't, if you can't do that, like if you can't think of what you're trying to learn from a goal right in the moment as you're planning the goal, remember to revisit that goal once you've achieved it and ask yourself what you've learned and reflect on that. And that will really help you, you know, sort of switch into that growth mindset. And for me, it allows me to force myself into the growth mindset, even though I tend to naturally slide into a fixed mindset where I'm like really fixated on my performance, just because it's a lot easier to stay in a fixed mindset because it gives us those consistent and reliable results that make it hard to, get out of that mindset because it's hard to actually want to embrace uncertainty and inconsistency in our lives because as humans you know we crave routine and we crave reliability and you know dependency um so anything that threatens that like a growth mindset and the terms of it you know being more challenging and oftentimes including a lot more failure It's hard to actually like want that when you know it's coming. You know what I mean? Um, So it's just emphasizes why it's so important to make that mindset shift and learn to make your goals learning based and, you know, praise your efforts along the way rather than only paying attention to the outcomes and just see the good that comes out of failure and criticism and the lessons you can learn from it. And that's kind of all I have to say on this. Um, I didn't want it to be too much of a like, how-to situation because I figured that that's sort of like what I've already covered in regard to this topic on my podcast. Like I don't want it to be redundant by any means. And I know I have done a lot of podcasts on, you know, negative self-talk and changing your mindset, going from like a natural pessimist to an optimist. 
And a lot of those topics are sort of naturally intertwined with what I talked about today. But I felt like really just focusing in on my journey from the fixed mindset to a growth mindset, sort of allowing you guys to see what each one of those looks like, both in my life and just how they display themselves in general. And then, you know, the one thing I think that really helps me make that switch, because do I have a growth mindset? Yes. But do I have fixed mindset tendencies still? Yes. And that is okay. But I am now aware of the fact that like a growth mindset is a thing and it exists. And I know what it feels like to be in that growth mindset. I know what it feels like to be in that fixed mindset. So I can really, you know, pay attention to when I'm falling into those fixed mindset, you know, tendencies. And I can really get real with myself and, you know, ask myself, okay, like how can I, you know, sort of flip this to the growth mindset side of things and, you know, stop comparing myself or stop feeling threatened by someone else's success, whatever it is. Um, So hopefully this was really helpful for you all. I just thought it'd be like a little bit more of like a personal anecdotal type of situation that would hopefully be helpful for those of you who may be struggling with, you know, just getting uncomfortable in your life and facing your fears or, you know, just feeling like you have a mindset that sort of holds you back. And um, I just wanted to remind you all that, you know, really you are what's holding you back and, you know, you can take it upon yourself to like do that extra work and like be as self-aware as you can be and really just do all you can to get uncomfortable and make that change so that, you know, you can see that growth in yourself and each and every one of you are capable of it. And it's all completely up to you. Um, so hopefully y'all enjoyed this episode. Um, be sure to follow in bloom podcast on Instagram. It's just at in bloom podcast. It's always in the show notes and join the in bloom podcast, Facebook group. And I love you all so much. And I hope you all have a wonderful week or day when you're listening to this and I will talk to you all next Monday.